TogiNet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or even more. I give you the opportunity to go look at their hotel fees and take advantage of their cost savings. Please go to www.bestradiotravel.com. Check them out. I think you'll be pleased. Welcome to Second Win with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach and motivational speaker who has a passion for helping women who need a second win. She is the author of the Amazon bestseller, Effortless Happiness, How to Find Your Voice and Finally Ask for What You Really Want. She studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, and is a fully certified coach in his program. Also, she has served as an assistant in his training programs. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted thousands of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you to get your second wind. Now here's your host, Joyce Buford. Welcome. It's always a pleasure to know you're out there listening to Second Wind. You know, one of the things that I wanted when making my transition almost five years ago was to create a show that could be uh, could offer to my listeners valuable information that would help them in their transition. And today's show is is just another one of those most beneficial shows that you will find. I know of help in make in helping you trans transition through whatever it is that you might be facing these days. Before we go in, though, I do want to send you to my website if you are looking for a ebook or a, a freebie that you can download about happiness. I love happiness. And so I have five steps that I'm offering for you to begin that happiness road. In times like today, when we're faced with stress and we can't kind of forget that happiness we came with when we were little bitty babies, it's kind of an opportunity to recapture it. It's how do we face and turn our lives, our daily lives, into one filled with more happy moments. So please go to JoyceBufordEmpowers.com and there you will find your free download of the five steps to happiness. Now, let me tell you about our guest today. Adrienne Grace is her name, and she has spent over 30 years in the business of helping focus specialties of guiding clients through many financial hurdles they face when they're going through transitions. That transition can be the results of many life changes, from divorce or death of a loved one to disabilities. Her background is is in every area of financial services, and that allows her to assist people in understanding their financial position, organizing their assets and liabilities, make better financial decisions during a very difficult time of the transition, and advice on investment and management of assets to rebuild their financial lives. 
When the legal work is completed, Adrian, her skills, coming with her skills, helps her clients move forward. So welcome, Adrian. We are thrilled to have you here on the show today. It is my pleasure to be here with you, Joyce, and with your audience. Yes. You know, when I went through my transition of divorce almost 20 years ago, I was pretty scared because I was pretty typical, I think, in that I didn't handle the finances of my uh, marriage. I didn't really know what was what. I was given an allowance. And um, so facing and hadn't worked outside of the home in several years. So I was pretty, pretty concerned about what my future was going to look like. Um, And with two children, that's even more uh, serious. So... How do you start with, I'm I'm sure I'm not the exception. I'm sure you find many of uh, wives are going through a transition like that or when they've lost their spouse. So how do you start with a client just calming them ner- their nerves down? I mean, that's step one. Well, actually, that, that really is step one. Um, I mm-hmm. think the most important part as you're getting started is to understand that you don't have to do this by yourself. You don't oh. have to be alone. There are yeah. resources. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually very good, they tell me, at establishing a calm place for my clients to be yeah. so that they, they can have a safe space to be scared in, mm-hmm. and then we can work out of that because often that fear is simply fear of the unknown, fear of what you don't know. And heaven knows when you're going through transitions, there's a lot of space of I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. in in educating my clients about their own situations and their own options as we move forward, that tends to calm the fears and replace the fears with, with facts. Mm-hmm. And then that helps people sort of settle in a little bit because in those kinds of transitions, particularly divorce where you have to make a lot of decisions at a time when you're really not able to do that easily – I think helping people to separate the emotion from the actual facts is crucial because the financial decisions you make during your divorce are either not possible or very, very difficult to change, um, and they're critical to your future. So it's understandable that people are afraid. Um, I was afraid when I started my journey as well. Uh I've been both divorced and widowed, um, mm. and had to face that, had to walk that same journey. Um, mm. But I had I had the advantage of knowing about the finances at least, um, mm. and I realized that 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 was something that I could share. So, in your marriage and both of your marriages, were you the 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 main financial person because of your experience in that area, or was it more Actually, of a joint decision? No, actually, um, I was I was good at, at at managing and at paying the bills and such. Um, mm-hmm. As it happened, my husband was much better at spending than I was. Mm-hmm. But that was that was our particular <laughs> that was part of our particular issue, and we all have our own our own circumstances. But yes, yeah. unusually, um, as we grew in our marriage, I mean, I started when I was twenty two, 
But mm-hmm. as we grew in our marriage, I kind of grew up. And when I got involved in financial services not long after that, that's when the knowledge base opened up for me. And I, I took over that, uh, th- that facet. I know that that's yeah. not common even today. Right. Somehow it seems that, that, that it's like a man's role to take mm-hmm. care of the major finances. Mm-hmm. Many women may pay the day-to-day bills, but don't really concern themselves a great deal with investments or with the retirement plans or any of the, any of the other more major uh, financial mm-hmm. aspects of their marriage. Yeah, it seems um, to be our use of money is more of a short-term, not a long-term investment plan, the way we think. And I think that's, that's probably that's because... That's exactly of, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I paid the bills every month, and that's that's about what we discussed <laughs> for those bills. Right, and it, that's not nothing, but it right. certainly does not leave you prepared to make the major financial decisions you have to when right. that 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 other person is is not available for for whatever reason and mm-hmm. quite frankly there's nothing wrong with that a division mm-hmm. of labor is a part of a marriage or any relationship the yes. only part that 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 I wish that we could change on a more global basis is just because you don't actually do that get involved in the in the investments or or retirement planning or whatever, mm-hmm. don't give up the knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. great when when you can sit down as a unit, as a couple, as a family, and take a look at where things are, what yes. comes in, what goes out, and then what the larger picture is. I love to help people when they're when they're establishing new relationships to set mm-hmm. financial goals as a unit to do it together. Mm-hmm. It's such mm-hmm. a great thing to do to bring people together to have them share what their goals are. Mhm. And, and I never thought of, of that. Clients, yeah. Yeah. Do you work many with of couples my clients before I do. marriage? I do. That's um, awesome. I am privileged yeah, I'm privileged to do that from time to time, often with my clients who have moved on from their initial transitions and mm-hmm. who are entering into their next relationships because mm-hmm. they've already learned that very hard lesson mm-hmm. that you wanna you wanna keep in touch with what's going on. But it's it's such a glorious, wonderful thing to do to build to plan together. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I, I, I see that less often than I think would be really helpful. Yes. Um, I haven't been exposed to too many relationships, you know, second and third relationships. But it seems just in the in the brief, brief experience that I've had this listening to friends that there's not a commingling in second and third marriages of funds. It seems to be more his and hers. Do you see that as a trend? I kind of do. Uh, and and um, uh, on the one hand, I think it's healthy. On the other hand, it, it generates some further issues. You want to establish a family unit whether right. it's your first one or your second one or your third one, but after one has failed or changed for whatever reason, people mm-hmm. are a lot less, um, you know, gun shy, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. of of making the same mistake twice. Um, and so I think there's there's more of that. This is yours. 
this is mine. But I think it's important to have an hours as well. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I think that would be strong for the, good for the marriage. You know. Yes. Yeah, I think it I think on a second or a third, particularly when there are assets, it's really important to have a prenup, a prenuptial agreement established so that if 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 there's already existing families that so you can say, Look, this is what I came into the marriage with, this is what I want to go to my kids. Mm-hmm. And then your yeah. partner can say, this is what I came into the marriage with. This is what I want to go to my kids. But mm-hmm. then there's what we build together. And we don't want to lose sight of that um, because that's still day-to-day life. And that's also our long-term planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those are conversations that I never even had beginning my first marriage Really, and that seems yeah. I know that seems kind of crazy, but um actually that's the way it was <laughs> so but yeah. I want to talk about the woman that goes through the transition and how she can build build a new she's going to really have a new world facing her, that's what made it so frustrating when you've got all this stress and frustration of of the divorce or of uh, just being widowed that you're dealing with. And then all of a sudden, here comes the money. How do we handle that? And it's it's doubled or tripled in size because now you're talking about long-term additional spending and planning that you haven't had any part with. So how does that, how do you, how do you kind of maneuver that? that lady or person that needs your help? Well, I have to say, uh, step by step, <laughs> we, we, because the, the enormity of, of that change, the enormity of the responsibility, um, is, is, is really huge. And so mm. it's the kind of thing that you don't have to do everything all at the same time. You know, yeah. the time honored, time honored advice to widows is don't make any major decisions for, some period of time, yeah. um, and 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 that certainly is valid. You don't want to you don't want to make a major decision when your head's not in it yet. So mm-hmm. again, I I think what I one of the things that 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 my clients tell me I do best is I'm a good explainer, and oh. I I like to take things step by step. This is what you have, this mm-hmm. is what your needs are, and then mm-hmm. let's draw a map for you as to how do we get from where you are now. To where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Part of the yeah. part of the process of coming out of this transition is to set new goals, and that can be really hard to do when you're deep in the middle of all of the stress and frustration and angst and anger mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> all all of that that everybody who's been through it or is in it, you know, knows that morass that that emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. I help people come out of that a step at a time. Um, mm-hmm. usually the first thing to do is just to gather everything, um, in, in, in working with a widow, it's getting everything through the will so that all the assets are transferred appropriately and mm-hmm. working with someone who's divorced. It's, it's helping them through the, the settlement process, through ne- the negotiation process. And then it's making sure that they get everything that they're supposed to get. It's yes. not automatic. You know, that day after the papers are signed and you're officially divorced, 
a lot of people wake up in the morning going, okay, everything is done. Well, uh, no, <laughs> no, there's a lot that needs to be done. And that's a major part of what I do as well is, yeah. you know, we've negotiated for all of this. This is what you're supposed to have. And then there's the ton of paperwork that needs to get done to make sure that everything lands where it should so mm-hmm. that, so that my clients, the, the women that I work with can, can then we, we know what there is to work with. Then we can again design a new map because we have a new normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that yes. all takes some getting used to. It's a mm-hmm. process. Well, I can really see the benefit in one, one that you are a woman and right there, there's some, there's a bonding, <laughs> you know, woman to woman. Um, you feel, you're not working in a world that you don't know. You at least know the woman and you can just transfer that trust to you. Cause I mean, your, your voice even says, I can trust you. You can trust me. And so I can see a great benefit in women working with you and that they would move so quickly into trusting you with this, this transition. Well, that certainly is an important part of it. Um, yeah. I've been in business for a long time now, um, and I have my own experience as well as all of my professional experience. I have actually done over a long career pretty much everything there is to do from training tellers at the bank and balancing teller (laughs) drawers to working on the credit side, on the insurance side. Um, Uh I've been an investment professional since 1997. Um, you know, so I didn't realize as my career was progressing that at a certain point I'd be able to say, oh, my goodness, I'm so glad I did all of those things yeah. because my clients need all of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it even helps. I think it's interesting how life even prepares us. See, I think having you having gone through a divorce and then also widowed, I think there's an advantage there. I mean, you have great, um, you have the, just the knowledge and the emotional needs that a woman experiences during those times. I mean, I just think that, isn't that interesting how we're given that opportunity to grow? I, I just think that's fascinating to go back and look at it. I mean, you, you might not think at that time that that's a gift, but, um, I think we can use it sometimes to help us grow. I, I agree, and yeah, right, and certainly it's it's not a gift that anyone is really eager to receive. No, no, not at <laughs> you the can time appreciate at all. it. <laughs> right, you can appreciate it down the road. Yeah. Um, but again, that's why it is so helpful to know that you don't have to walk that journey alone. I, there, there are people along the way, like myself, to help mm-hmm. you on the financial end. There are people to help you on the legal end. There are lots of wonderful counselors to help you as the emotions change through that whole journey. Um, And so often women, you know, we think we, you know, we think we have to take care of everyone else Mm -hmm. and don't always pay attention to ourselves. So sometimes the first step is reaching out for help. (laughs) Yes. And knowing you need help. Yeah. 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 
Now, one of the big questions that we always have, no matter what transition, uh, whether divorce or death, uh, is about the house. Do I stay in the house? Do I go? What's the best thing? What's the best plan for me? And and I would think sometimes because we as women get so emotionally connected to our environment, if if we have designed the house or we have decorated the house or we're particularly fond of it, those are hard decisions for us to make. So how do you put the logical twist onto it so they look at the numbers and not the emotions? That is indeed a big challenge. And (laughs) I think that's one of the major decisions that has to be made right at the outset. Do I stay or do I go? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not only, of course, for you know, for the woman making the decision, but for the, but if you have children at home, that's a, that's also certainly a major factor. Um, and we deal with that. Um, I have a, I've written a book called "Going from We to Me: A Financial mm. Guide to Divorce." Um, that's available on Amazon and Kindle, and also on Audible. Um, huh. And I have a whole chapter devoted to the house. Um, uh-huh. You know, a house is more than just a box that you that you know that you that you fill up with stuff. Um, it's right. filled with memories and with mm-hmm. and with uh, a lot of emotions. You may have redecorated every inch of it, or maybe you know maybe you built it, or maybe mm-hmm. your husband built it by hand or mm-hmm. repaired it. There's a lot going on there, and so it can be very difficult to divorce. You should pardon the expression to divorce the emotions around the house from the practical needs. But for most of us, a house is not an asset that grows in value more than it costs money to run. Mm. So one of the first things we take a look at is, one, do you want to stay? In an ideal world, do you want to? And not everyone does because there's emotion, there's memories, some positive, mm-hmm. some maybe not so positive around every corner in every room. Yeah. And right. sometimes it's just better to get a fresh start for everyone. And, mm-hmm. and in a new place, your kids get to pick the colors for their new room. Um, <laughs> you know, try to make it as, as positive an, an experience as possible. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, the house, if it has a crew, if it has, um, equity in it, if, if, if it's worth more than you owe to the bank, then mm-hmm. that can provide the cash for a fresh start. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's often, it's very much a dollars and cents issue. Can I afford to stay? And actually for your listeners, if anyone would like, um, uh, a worksheet that basically is, can I afford to stay in my house? If they'd like to contact me, I can be reached at Adrian. A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E at adriangrace.com. And my website is transitioningfinances.com. I have a free worksheet that I'd be happy to send to anyone who would like, who would like it. Well, that would be an awesome tool. There's, uh, there's so much to be considered in staying. We almost have to get out of our, particularly I find for the woman, because many times it, leads to downsizing, it leads to making hard decisions that may involve ego, our self-view of ourselves. Uh, we really need to 
to get rid of some to ignore some of that so that we make a really good decision that we can live with as we go forward yeah yes and there's 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 a lot there's a lot of other things involved that are probably too much to go through right now we have to be concerned with the with an existing mortgage with any mm-hmm. repairs that need to be done i mean there's a long list of things not to mention really the the onerous task if we have to move of clearing our stuff out yes. it can be exhausting and awful yeah. or it can be liberating and freeing um which is why I recommend that all that that my clients, whenever possible, see a counselor or a therapist to help them work through those issues. There's yes, a lot. there is. What do you do with all that inherited furniture that doesn't fit in your new house, you know, or your new location? There's a lot to turn loose of. Um, so, I I think every woman has an adjustment in that area, really. Um, now, when we talk about, there's one area that we don't, women for sure don't talk very much about, is retirement plans. Probably more do now that are working outside the home, but they've probably given some thought to the retirement plan. And so um, how do you guide somebody, because that's the second most important area, is discussing the retirement plan. Correct? Yes. Primarily, well, there are so many primary issues there. One, because mm-hmm. we as women live longer mm-hmm. um, and generally earn less. Yes. Um, and two, because it is usually either the largest or the second largest asset of a marriage. Yeah. Um, in general, most things that are earned in the course of a marriage are divided during a divorce. Mm-hmm. 50-50 is one place to start, although it doesn't mm-hmm. always work out that way. And as you right. and I have talked, uh, Texas in particular has some different laws than other states. Divorce mm-hmm. is a state function, and so the laws are going to be different depending upon where you live. Mm-hmm. But. What I have seen often is that the knee-jerk reaction for most women is, well, I'll keep the house, that's my safe place, and Mm -hmm. you take the retirement account, particularly if the woman has not worked outside the home a great deal, figuring, well, you earned it, you should have it. Mm -hmm. Not generally a good idea. So what I will do is uh, take a very close look, do a deep analysis of the retirement assets, and come to an uh, come to a a number that we can use. This is what the retirement assets would be worth over your lifetime, versus this is what the house is worth now, and help people make a decision that that can encompass the full value of what you're looking at. Yeah, um, I'm going to. When, I want to stop you here because I have to go to break, and I know this is not a good place because we're right in the middle of this topic. But we let's revisit this so we can um, not leave out anything that's important for them to hear. So as we go on to the short break, I want before you go, I want you all that are listening to go to Joyce Peeford Empowers for your quick, quick quick copy 
of happiness and be back with us shortly so that we can go back into discussion of retirement plan versus uh, taking uh, cash. So uh, when we come back, we'll be talking about that. Coach, motivational speaker and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Tokinet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Joyce, J-O-Y-C-E, to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through TogiNet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Joyce, sign up, and enjoy the discounts. This is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Joyce, J-O-I-C-E. Welcome back to this segment of Second Win. Joyce Buford, the author of Effortless Happiness, continues in this segment to share insights that will help you live a life of greater purpose and filled with happiness. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Andrea Grace, and she is helping us become aware of the financial services that she offers to the woman that's going through transition. Now, just before break, we were talking about retirement plans. When you're in that divorce position and you're trying to decide, do I keep the house or do I participate in some way in in the retirement plan, that's where you need a decision, somebody that knows about finances to help you make that decision. So, Adrian, would you like to pick up with where we had sort of started before break about making that decision? 
Yes. Um, I often hear from my clients saying, well, you know what, I want to be really fair. Um, I'll keep the house because that's my safe place. And Mm -hmm. my husband can keep the pension and the retirement plan. After all, he was the one who primarily earned it while I may have stayed home with the kids uh, or worked in a a less um, highly compensated job. Mm -hmm. And that may be what they say, but deep down... I'll bet they're harboring a fear of being a bag lady in, in, in yeah. old age. Yeah. You know, if, if if you scratch each of us deep deep enough, I bet that's in the back of everybody's mind. Yes. That you'll have to work forever, you won't have enough, all mm-hmm. of those things. And, and retirement funds in all of their finances are a really important part of long-term security. Mm-hmm. So what I do with my clients is help them to, fu- to understand the value of the retirement plans in all of their formats so that they can make an informed decision balancing keeping the house, if that's, if that's feasible, against taking the retirement account or some of each, mm-hmm. but just so that we can take a look at this very emotional issue with a firm financial footing and then see what decision they would like to make because mm-hmm. often really uh, the the couple likely saved and dreamed of retirement together and may have concentrated all of their savings into just one of the accounts, usually yes. that of the higher earning spouse, which is usually still our husbands. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, I always like to reinforce with people, it doesn't matter that it's only in your husband's name. In general, mm-hmm. no matter what state you're in, things, assets that were earned during the course of the marriage are divided, are subject to division uh, at divorce. So even though it may only be in his name, it doesn't mean that you're excluded. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, that's an issue that, that is often misunderstood, um, much to the detriment um, you know, of, of, of the, the, the non-named spouse. Mm-hmm. But half, you know, half and half is often a way to start with dividing those things, even if it's only in one person's name. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a little different when we talk about Texas because they have inherited wealth, which always throws a a, a little wrench into the work. But um, retirement, I, I kind of look at retirement plan earning as you know. By the woman doing what she did, taking care of the home and the work that she did, it enabled that man to go to work and enjoy um, a private a home that was well run. So I always look at it a little differently. I think her part was very important toward that asset of re- that retirement asset, but that could just be me. I, obviously, it is since some do have issue with it. Well, I I entirely agree, and that's often um, part of what I encourage my my clients to think about. If mm-hmm. you if we're looking at a, a more or less a stay home mom or someone who only worked part time, yes. um, would would your spouse have been able to do all the things that he did, all the mm-hmm. success he may have had in his career, without your being there in the background making sure that everything else ran smoothly and the kids were taken care of? So that yeah. is certainly an, a, an, a very important role to play, 
and yes. one that that should be recognized when it, the time comes to dividing funds. Yes, yes, I'm for that. Now, there's another one that I want to talk about. I don't want to move too fast, but but there is the alimony and the child support issue that comes up that has not only has to be calculated, but somehow protected. And so how do you make those decisions? How do they, are they um, fairly um, administered? Well, fair is always a, is always a hard place <laughs> to start. Nobody feels that their okay. divorce is fair. I'll, ta- I'll take it back. <laughs> but, but I got, but I got, I got where you're going with that. Now, child support is is an issue that we have that we have. Um, I won't say we have less control over, but is more generally um, uh, codified, it's set up, and under special guidelines that each state sets up uh, to protect the children of a marriage. Um, mm-hmm. Often the amount of child support is determined by the joint income, the income of the husband and the income of the wife, and mm-hmm. how many children there are, and there's a formula that that establishes what the child support is and who's going to pay it to whom. And child support has always just been a transfer of money between the, the two parents for the benefit of the children with no tax implications whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. just money that you have to pay in order to protect your kids and make sure that they have uh, the best of whatever is possible given the resources that the mm-hmm. parents have. Um, mm-hmm. And most most uh, states take child support very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. I know in New York, if uh, one parent does not pay their child support, um, over over some period of time, there is very severe enforcement. Their paychecks can be garnished. Money can be taken involuntarily from mm-hmm. it. And if they are repeat offenders or if the amount gets to be um, uh, a challenging amount, um, they can even have licenses revoked, their driver's license revoked, their mm. professional licenses held, and some mm-hmm. cases even thrown in jail. Usually just for the weekend, so they can go back to work during. The yes. Week. Oh, yeah. So that's nothing yeah. to mess around with. Yeah. Alimony is a little different situation. Alimony varies widely from state to state, and one unfortunate critical issue is many women who feel that they've been wronged in their marriage, that their husbands have behaved badly in any number of interesting ways. Mm-hmm. Um, feel that that the amount of of alimony or maintenance that they get or even the amount that they get in their in their settlement will be influenced by his behavior and unfortunately uh-huh. that's not usually the case the only time that bad behavior and we'll use that in its most general terms mm-hmm. the only time that bad behavior may impact on any of the financial aspects of divorce is if he has misused money of the marriage, taken a bundle of money and and spent it on somebody that that he shouldn't have Mm -hmm. or in any other way really damaged the finances. Other than that, bad behavior does not, uh, is not a a factor in calculating Mm -hmm. alimony. Mm -hmm. Another name Mm -hmm. for alimony is maintenance. And again, for most jurisdictions, for most places, it's done on a formula. 
based on the differential in income. And how long people receive alimony is usually dependent upon how long they were married. And it's just a, a percentage of that time. Alimony is really intended to be um, kind of a, a bridge from being dependent on, on your former spouse to being independent. Mm-hmm. Um, again, everything depends on individual circumstances. I would say that if anyone wants to have a brief consultation with me or would, of course, like to work with me um, on their individual circumstance, um, I would invite them to go to um, www calendly c a l e n d l y dot com slash contact a grace and that will get them to my calendar where i'll be happy to offer them a brief consultation at no charge just to maybe answer a quick question Mm -hmm. Um, because all of these issues are so personal Mm-hmm. What we're doing, of course, is very general information, but everybody's individual circumstance is a little different, and sometimes having a, a quick little personal conversation may be helpful, um, or maybe a longer one may be needed. Yeah. Well, Ordinarily, so when, when you work with a woman that's going through divorce, when do you when are you called in? When is a good time for her to have that conversation with you? Um, that's a really good question, but let me just finish up on alimony for a moment. Oh, okay. Because Sorry. Because the, the amount of alimony and child support, since child support generally lasts until the children are between 18 to 21, sometimes mm-hmm. longer if they're in college, depending upon what they've agreed on, that's a lot of money over yes. a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And. I I usually recommend that there be some protection for that income, and that will often be in the form of a life insurance policy. What would happen if if your husband um, passed away unexpectedly uh, while your children are still young? It's very Mm -hmm. important to have that income stream, to have that income protected, and that's another whole issue to discuss, as well as what happens if he were to become ill or disabled and couldn't work? There happens to be a, a very specialized disability insurance that's designed to cover the amount of a settlement of maintenance and child support um, in the event that, that the payor, that the husband would become uh, unable to work full-time or at his normal occupation. And those are things that I'd be happy to provide more information about if anybody's interested for their specific circumstance. Yeah. I never even thought of that. That's really interesting. Yeah, but, you know, I'm very good. Yeah. As yeah. as I said, so there's so to, many things to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I would, I would encourage your, your listeners, I know this is a challenging time. We're covering a lot of information here. You don't need to absorb all of this at one time. Uh-huh. Um I, I will, you know, you're welcome to contact me, and I would encourage anybody who's interested to go to uh, find a copy of my book, Going From We to Me, A Financial Guide to Divorce. A lot of this information is in the book, and is, and you can then take it a chunk at a time at your own pace. This is mm-hmm. great for when, back to your question, Joyce, when mm-hmm. should somebody contact me? 
Um, and it certainly varies, but I often talk to women when they're kind of thinking about it, of uh-huh. course, in, totally in confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll often come to me going, you know, I know things are not working out. My kids are little. I don't want to make any changes right now, but what can I do to protect myself? What can I do to educate myself so when the time does come, I'm prepared? Yes. And yeah. And that's a great time to start. Other times I get, you know, I, I get a call from somebody saying, oh, my God, my husband just served me with divorce this, papers this morning. I need help now. Mm-hmm. And, and we can do that as well. Yeah. So you living in New York, it really makes no difference as to the state laws. You're totally aware of all of that. So uh, there's no problem there. Yes, that's true. And I and I meet with my clients in person or by Zoom or Skype mm-hmm. um whenever whenever it's appropriate to do that or sometimes just by the phone. But I really I really prefer to to be able to to see somebody because mm-hmm. I think it's it's a, a much more personal connection and these are very personal issues. Yes, um, they are. So it's better to be able to have that kind of contact. Yeah. Isn't that a wonderful thing about today? We can do that. I just think that's awesome about the computer world, what they've enabled us to do. You know, we can always talk about the bad things, but this has really made going to the best all over the United States possible for us. And I just think that's a wonderful thing. Really. I agree. It's really it's really incredible. And it, it does make things a lot more flexible for people who have very busy schedules. So you don't have to, you know, you don't have to travel often. We can do things right, right, right in our homes, right, where, or yeah. wherever we have a quiet place. Right. Well, I live in a small town in Texas. So for me to be able to get these resources is impossible. Um, you know, we have nice guys and girls here, women, but to have really experienced and work with the best, then it's wonderful to have the exposure of the internet and zoom. I love zoom. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things for anyone, for anyone who has not, for anyone who has not experienced zoom, it's really Uh, super easy. (laughs) It is. It is. Yes. I can, I can attest to them. Now, one of the things I want to talk about is the challenge that I experienced after my divorce was my management skills were not as strong as my husband's. And so he was very controlling. And so he was able to control where I, when I received my, my divorce, I wasn't as uh, organized nor as good in handling some of my funds. So how do you work with, or it could be vice versa, as you said, in your situation, your husband wasn't as good as you in handling money. So it could be either way. So how do you work with a client to help her beef up or he beef up in those areas that they may not be as strong? Well, again, I think it goes back to education to mm-hmm. being able to explain things step by step in easy easy to understand um, chunks of information. Um, right. There isn't anything in the investment world or in the world of, of, of financial transitions that you can't understand. 
It's mm-hmm. just that somehow in in our culture, women have been have been trained or taught that men do it better. I'll tell you mm-hmm. a secret: they don't. <laughs> they just think that they do. Yes. Um, and and women, because of our orientation towards nurturing others, often mm-hmm. um, tend to make more conservative decisions than perhaps are warranted in all cases. Mm-hmm. So I work with my clients wherever they wherever they need me, from start to the middle of the process to finish. And then very often afterwards, I'm a fully licensed investment professional. And when someone would like me to, I'm happy to help them um, manage the money to meet their new needs um, mm-hmm. after the financial transition. A lot of times with widows, they just keep whatever their husband had, you know, thinking, oh, well, you know, Harry set this up and it was the best thing and, and I should just keep that. And yes. that may have been true for that time, mm-hmm. but her needs as an individual um, are very different from her needs as a couple. And oh, I work I work closely with my with my clients so that we can analyze what their current needs and future needs are and recast mm-hmm. their finances to meet those changed needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often found um, it, it's really kind of one of our ethical principles that um, whoever managed the money for the couple um, mm-hmm. really um, is not the best choice, regardless of how terrific they are, for managing funds for the woman as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, we often have concerns about about uh, lack of um, about some commitment issues that may be to one party or the other, and it's a mm-hmm. fresh start that's required. So um, it's very common for us to just start fresh. Yes. Move, the, I, move the assets from where they were. You don't have to, and there's lots of techniques around that, but basically to get a fresh start. It doesn't mean you have to sell everything, mm-hmm. but it does mean that it, it, you probably need a new person to work with um, who can have your individual needs in mind rather than being um, influenced by, by what happened as a couple. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I agree. I think way too many times women tend to stay with the same investor, particularly if they're talking about stocks management, and uh, simply because they say, oh, "I don't know," so I'll just I'll just stay where I am. And I so agree that it, it's important that they take that step. And um, I think um, I agree with you on that for sure. Coming from where I come from. You know, right, right. There's nothing like the voice of experience. Yeah, yeah. So building a new team is kind of uh, scary for a woman. Uh, finding that confidence, um, I think, is um, is something that she relies heavily on um, you or whoever that person might be that would build her future. Um, and make it secure again. So the first step is always in finding um, a person like that, like you, or, or in my case, I stayed with a financial advisor, uh, but they are associated with an investment house. So, you know, that's not always good. 
Well, there are lots of different kinds of of ways to get uh, investment and financial advice. When mm-hmm. you're going through a divorce or a major transition, um, of course, I'm a little biased in this, but I, I suggest going to someone who specializes in transitions. It's a mm-hmm. different it's it's a lot of the same skills and a lot of the same knowledge, but applied in a different way. Yes. Um, to meet the particular needs of that situation, I really recommend, particularly when people are going through a divorce, um, that there's three people, uh, at least three people on your team. Um, mm-hmm. One is your legal representative. That could be an attorney, or a mediator, or an attorney who is a mediator. Mm-hmm. Because you need the legal advice. There's a there's a whole world of legal out there, um, and you need that specialist. Plus, a divorce is a legal um, uh, document. It's a legal process. Right. Um, and the one thing I would say about do-it-yourself divorces is don't. <laughs> yes. Most people only get divorced once, and you uh-huh. simply don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So... You need that specialized advice. Second on the team or another member of the team, I really think it's so important to have a counselor. A counselor, a therapist, a psychologist, a social worker, however they're, they're titled. Um, in, in, in the major transitions we're talking about in widowhood and divorce, there's no safe place to stand for a while. You don't know where you're going to be, what you're going to be doing. Your world has just changed. And it's so important to talk to somebody who can give you some strategies to help you control your emotions and kind of reset into where you're going to be. And for and particularly for, for women who have kids at at home, it's so important. You know, like you say in the in, in the in a plane, you know, put your own mask on first. <laughs> Yes. So if you can if you can get some strategies for managing your own emotions, you can help your children to deal with this situation, which is just as awful for them. And they don't have the tools that you do as an yeah. adult to help deal with it. And mm-hmm. then of course there's the financial end. There's that three legged stool and and there are many different kinds of financial advisors. Um I am an independent, which means mm-hmm. I can when I'm doing investments, I can buy pretty much anything for anybody. And mm-hmm. my only concern is what is most appropriate for my client, given their the level of assets that they have, the level of income mm-hmm. that they have, their time frame, and, and, and how they feel about investing. What is their confidence level? Um, right. There are, there are good, good and, and maybe not quite so good people um, across the board uh, in that field, one of the uh, two designations that people can look at so that they can get a good idea of people's credentials mm-hmm. in the divorce world is a certified divorce financial analyst. And there is an Institute for Divorce Financial Analysis mm-hmm. um, that has a listing of people who are CDFAs. Oh. And that means... As a CDFA, that means that I have had several years of financial experience minimally, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, although I have lots more than that, and that <laughs> I've taken special training to help people specifically in the divorce arena. Right. On the yeah. financial side, um, a certified financial planner 
which I am also, um, mm-hmm. CFP, um, and you could there, and they have a website as well. A CFP, right. it means that, that we've done an ex- a lot of training in the world of finance, not just investments, but in all the other things that mm-hmm. are part of your life on a financial way, right. um, and that we've passed the exams and all that to make sure that we know yeah. what we're doing. So looking this- for a CFP and a CDFA is important. Is this covered in your book as well? It is. It is covered yeah. in my book. Okay. Well, we are fast approaching the end of our time today. It's been so, so valuable in in your explanations of all the different facets and pointing out the, the house decisions, the retirement decisions. So I thank you very much for being our guest today uh, and sharing your knowledge with my listening audience. Thank you. Thank you. It has really been my pleasure. Um, and again, if anyone would like a, a, a free copy of a worksheet, Can I Afford to Stay in My House?, Mm-hmm. Um, I would refer them to my to my email uh, and my website, and I'll be happy to forward them a copy. They Wonderful. Can reach me at transitioningfinances.com, and my email is adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at adriangrace.com. Thank you. And thank, thank you, you for being here today. We... Uh, I know that you've gained a lot from this program. And so if you're one of those women making a transition, I hope this has been beneficial. We'll be back next week. Have a great week. And be sure that you do something exciting this week. Time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving the support they need through their transitions and are able to reclaim their true purpose with confidence. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com.